LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins, and today I'm here with Daniel M. Hello, hello. I'm wondering, do I? It's it's morning. It is morning. morning for us, yeah. It is more morning. Yeah. Is it dark where you're at right now? I feel like I'm talking with a little more face <laughs> in my voice. Yeah, and your hair is very nice. It's not afternoon, Todd. That's true. <laughs> yeah, your true. hair, it's, it's very, it's very, very neat. <laughs> <clears throat> I need a haircut uh, badly because... My birthday was just over a month ago from the time of this recording. And I usually, the sides of my head are really, really, really tight. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my, on my birthday, my wife was taking me downtown to the, uh, this show that was at the Symphony Center. <clears throat> it was Drew and Ellie Holcomb. It wasn't anything fancy. I decided to give myself a haircut. And I dropped, I did a, a solid job. And yeah. then I accidentally uh, dropped the guard off. Oh, no. Like, so it was, yeah. again, I have short Did hair. Do you use one? Do you use a one on the sides? Yeah. Okay, one, yeah. Four, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even a half. And then I, so it was like, yeah, right up the back of my head. It was, my wife uh, was mortified. Uh, <laughs> Did you take a picture of it? Yes, she took several pictures. You should post it on social media or put it in the show notes. Come on, man. (laughs) Change up your profile pic. It was bad. (laughs) All right. We should probably uh, probably talk about it. Yes. All right. So today we are going to be talking about leadership transitions. So this is one of those pieces where every leader is an interim leader, right? Um, Whether you think you're going to be serving in that position as a volunteer or as a paid staff in um maybe it's your dream job maybe you're in a stepping stone sort of position which you should never you know i mean that's that's a whole nother conversation on its own but uh regardless of whether you think you're in your dream job or not you're not going to be in it forever so what are your thoughts on how to transition well or even how to how to see your current role as an interim role and and what would that even do to do your leadership um, I mean, the first thing I want people to understand is you're not ready to transition if you're not ready to transition. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what I mean by that is um, in any ministry role that I've been in, I've done my best to make sure that even if the new person hadn't been hired yet, that, that was in a good spot. I was leaving it in a good spot. Mm. I was very intentional about setting the next person up. Well, I was very intentional about there not being, um, you know, a, a, a blip. Um, it wasn't just, okay, I'm done. Here's my two weeks and, and I'm out. Um, mm-hmm. I think a leader has to have a, a different viewpoint. Yeah. Now I'll also say, of course, um, the best transitions are when you have trained up and developed the person that will be succeeding you. So, yeah. you know, we think about succession at the top level of the church. Um, that gets talked about a lot, but we really need to think about succession at every level. Mm-hmm. Three, four years ago now, I think we did a pipeline that the theme of it was succession at every level. There's a, a whole white paper out there with frameworks and nine boxes and all kinds of fun stuff. 
But the idea was that regardless of whether you're talking about the senior pastor or your 930 preschool hour director, whether they're paid or a volunteer, they're really important. And Mm -hmm. so creating a culture that does succession well um, means that you have a culture that does development well and not just onboarding, but ongoing development, ongoing. And so uh, when I think about transitions, um, I I do think about that. There's, you know, a a permanent transition. There's short term succession, like somebody's going out on maternity leave. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Kaylee, who was on our team when we worked together several years ago, you know, when she uh, had a baby, I said, I need a book of black. She said, what would be, what's, what's the book of black? I'm like, well, I can remember in my church days when I had a a lot of staff out at one time on maternity and it was a nightmare. And so from then on, um, what we did was we basically audited and documented their role and everything they did and the systems they touched and the handoffs and, um, the, the people that were involved and, you know, so we wouldn't have to bother them mm-hmm. uh, while they were out. And it, as it turns out, that's just a good practice to have, you know, for, for almost any role is yeah. what are the important pieces of this role? What's the training that's necessary? I know you think that only you can do this role, but maybe only you can do this role the way you do it. Maybe yeah, right. people will emphasize different things. It will be nuances, but you know, the director of 930 preschool hour, this is the 80% of the role that stays the same, no matter who does it. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? No, those are, those are really good thoughts, Todd. For me, when I think about transition, the the thing that sticks out most to my mind was one of my first transitions out of a church that I was um, on staff at. And, and it, 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 I, I did it so poorly that during the exit interview, I remember the pastor of the church and I was a youth pastor at the church at the time. And, and he was like, uh, Hey, Daniel, next time you do this, uh, include whoever your boss is or whoever the church is into the process of your transition. Uh, because I had given a month's notice, like I had been interviewing, I'd been talking, I didn't really say anything to the church because when I Google or talk to or, or kind of get general wisdom outside of the church sort of wisdom on on transitions, it's like, man, the moment you uh, you the moment you kind of announce that you're loose in the saddle, you're done, right? And 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 the church that I was interviewing at, I wasn't sure if if it was a good fit. It was a discernment process. And so I didn't really include my boss in the whole process. And and I just kind of announced at the end, hey, I'm taking this job, um, moving, and I'm done in a month. And that was that 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 was what really stood out to me. I was like, hey, include us in the process because uh ultimately uh we're on the same team, right? I mean, this is this is the kingdom of God. I mean, the church is the bride of Christ. And whether you're serving in, in your one context or another one, um, Jesus doesn't have multiple brides, <laughs> right? Like he has one bride. Uh, he has one mission to go and make disciples of all nations, regardless of where you're at. So that was that was the that's a story that really has stood out to me and and has has guided guided the way that I've navigated transitions from here on out. Now, having said that. Let's talk about culture. And you alluded to this before. Um, 
if, 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 if the place that you're serving in as a volunteer or paid staff, if, if the culture doesn't allow you to be open and honest, and if the culture isn't such where it is celebrated that you work yourself out of a job, and if the culture isn't such where, where you are rewarded for not being indispensable, uh, then you got to work on the culture first. Right. Because it's it's only in that culture and it's only in that culture where Ephesians four reigns. Right. Where it's like, hey, our 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 focus is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Our focus isn't to be the best at what we do and and, and make it impossible for someone else to to fill our jobs. It's like, how do we equip others to do the work of ministry? So when when you're approaching a transition uh, this is something important to recognize when you're approaching a transition, you can do your best at, and hopefully this is, this has been years coming. You can do your best at, at raising up others around you who know how to do aspects of your role, or maybe individuals who can do the majority of your role, or even all of your, you can do your best at doing that. And we are all called to do that so that we are not indispensable, but, uh, you are not the one who is going to decide who your successor is, uh, especially at a, it's, it's different. Maybe at a, at a, even at a, even, you know, honestly, even at a senior pastor level, you can have that recommendation, but ultimately you don't have to live with that decision. You're not the one who has ultimate ownership and responsibility over that. So, so do your best at preparing, but if let's say you do transition and the person that you are raising up, uh, doesn't get chosen or someone else completely from the outside is brought in and everything that you've done is dismantled and is changed. Uh, you know what? It's okay to acknowledge that it'll hurt. It's okay to acknowledge that lots of different thoughts will go in your head, but you've left, right? It's not your responsibility. You have to learn to let that go. So a little bit of thoughts on the other side of it. So one of the things I think is really, really healthy, <clears throat> first of all, in my opinion, you should have a review, mm. even with your volunteers, like once a year, you're having a review with the volunteer because it's serves a couple purposes. One, it comes from a different posture of growth. It's very positive, especially on the volunteer side. You know, sure, I may ask them to work on a few things, everybody's got some stuff to work on, but uh, there's not as much teeth as there is with a, a, a staff um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. role. However, it's really important to do. On top of that, I can remember um, coming into a role a first year, I'm coming into my performance review and I bring my succession plan with me. Mm-hmm. And my boss says, what is this? Are you leaving? And I said, no. I'm sorry. I just used to make everybody that I worked with do these. Um, I used to make it. So to me, it's part of my annual review. Mm. Like it's just a natural part of my annual review. And so the idea there is that I'm saying, Hey, here's two or three potential people that could replace me. And here's how ready they are. Mm -hmm. And then here are all the people on my team. Here are the potential people that could replace them and how ready they are. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes uh, in, th- in this particular role, it was, hey, this is a person that could potentially be me in a few years, but 
um, if it happened, you know, soon, then you'd need to look out outside. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes names on there wasn't, uh, wasn't people that worked at the organization. It was people from outside the organization that we were yeah. friendly with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Interesting. So like when you left Lifeway, mm-hmm. I already had a short list of, Hey, here's a couple of people that could potentially do this, whether or not they'd be interested, probably shouldn't mention their names, uh, on the air, but, um, you know who those people were. Yeah. 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 It's so, so is this something that you would recommend every, every person do? Yes. Because it feeds back into the idea. Not just a senior leader. No, everybody should do it, especially your volunteers, because what it does is it reinforces that idea of a development culture. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. not asking you to, um, leave or anything like that. I'm, I don't want you to leave, but the truth is your husband could get a job in Sheboygan and you could go, or, um, you could have to go take care of a sick parent for several months or, you know, who knows what, but yeah, yeah. what, um, what that does is it has them more in a more proactive stance where it's like, Oh, here's two or three. I'm, I'm the preschool director of the nine thirty hour. Who are two or three people that might be good to take my role? Where are they in the development, you know, stage? Um, what what do they need to know before they would come into the role? What's the gap? What's the, yeah, the yeah. knowledge gap? And then that person can develop those people. Mm-hmm. And if they don't go into the 930 preschool hour role, awesome. You've probably prepared them well to be the 11 o'clock hour preschool person or some other role within the church. But the point is it's then embedded into the culture and that's just one little tool. But in order to do that, you have to have some of the stuff that we've talked about before, like job descriptions and training that goes with that and, and all that. Yeah. So we do hope that this episode has been helpful. Once again, if, if there's anything that you leave with, there are, because uh, we did talk about lots of nuts and bolts and uh, tips here and there. But the thing that you got to leave with is it has to be a part of your culture, right? Transition, healthy transition, what your culture looks like. It, it has to be conducive to this. So uh, perhaps this is something that you want to bring up to your leadership and and you want to share this episode with them or you want to have conversations about this with them or or perhaps with your supervisor or with your board of elders and, and to have that sort of conversation. Even for me, I mean, I have been the senior pastor at Beulah for, for over six months now, seven months, and I already have a succession plan. And, and because no one is indispensable, right? No one is indispensable. So what does that look like for you in your context? And, and maybe your culture is not ready for it. And if it's not ready for it, then you can still do what Todd was talking about. You can still think through and begin preparing your leaders, preparing those around you and, and doing that. Because I think that's, that's really, that's good stewardship. So uh, we do appreciate you listening in and we do uh, hope that you can rate and review us on whatever platform that you are listening to us on and that you'd share this episode with those around you too. Thanks again for listening in. We'll catch you next time.